Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, welcome to a very special episode of the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast on CincyJungle.com. It's very special, not because of me or, well, I mean, my guy next to me, John's a pretty, pretty special dude, I guess, me. too. Yeah, but we've had a couple of big guests this week, and of course, we've teased it for the past couple of days. We are happy to be joined by former Bengals wide receiver, Mohamed Sanu. He's joining us to talk about a special project that he's got going on. Mohammed, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing wonderful, guys. Thanks for having me on here, Anthony and John. Just uh, joining the time with family, um, trying to, you know, do things within the community and just, you know, staying ready, staying in shape in case anything pops off. But I'm glad y'all, y'all got me on the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate that. And. Hey man, uh, I we we talked about it a little bit before we brought you on. I know sleep's at a premium for you right now, but <laughs> a, a public a public congratulations for the new addition in your growing family, man. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully everyone's everyone's happy, healthy, and I know sleep. Like I said, sleep's probably at a premium, but hopefully everything's uh, going yeah. well there. Yeah, Millie, she's uh, been mama up, and my mom is doing great, and the little bro's helping out, so we're grateful. We got that. That's awesome. Well. That's awesome. Well, Mohammed's here to talk about a, a cool project, Develop Africa. We're going to hear about that, uh, more about that in just a little bit. But we are trying to raise, I know Bengals fans are very generous. We've been able to raise quite a bit of money for other Bengals-related charities or player charities. And, of course, uh, we want to hear more about what he's doing in Africa and the cool things there. But we are going to share this GoFundMe link with the within the live chat and everything. So we need your support. Mohammed would really appreciate your support, as would we, obviously. But Mo, we're going to talk a little football, if you don't mind, before okay. uh, before <laughs> before we, we talk about what the cool project you got going. And this being the draft weekend, I guess we could kind of start a little bit in chronological order with your career and mm-hmm. talk, if you would, about your pre-draft process um i mean i know there's you know it's a it's a wild time you're interviewing with a lot of people and obviously trying to put your best foot forward workout wise i guess just if you have some funny experiences or really weird questions if you're able to share that the team's asked you during that process we would love um, to no hear I, never, I didn't really have any weird questions like like my draft experience was pre-draft experience was unique and cool um i mean the combine was crazy in the soft i had a lot of different meetings um, like even like, you know, like the meeting with the Patriots was just simple. Cause like I'm, I'm known coach Belichick for beforehand. So like I played with his son, Steve. So that meeting was, was unique. And then the meeting with the Bengals was really, was really dope too. I remember, um, like they had to ask me like to remember like certain colors and numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I remembered everything but one if I'm not, uh, if I'm getting it correct. But uh, it's just it was just a cool experience, and then even like, um, like I was even like on my draft day, I, I got prank called. So it was like, oh I, man, I have, a, I have a unique experience to to uh, 
necessarily town. So it's it cool. Like, I mean, I'm grateful. I'm, I got a prank called to, to get drafted and, to the Bengals, and I ended up getting drafted the next day to the Bengals, so, which was cool. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just got to be a very unique experience. That? I'm sure you've been asked about that quite a bit. But I, what I'm curious about is when, when you did get the, the, the first call and you heard it was the Bengals, was it surprising? Like, did you have any inclination that the Bengals were interested in you? Did, well, like, what was the I list of teams like that? Well, I knew they were interested. Um, they were uh, one of the teams that came to visit. Uh, Coach Herb came to visit. We watched film together. Um, when the bubble like, didn't really work out, we just played catch necessarily because he seen me work out. Uh, we were just talking football, and that's necessarily it. But I knew they were one of the teams that were interested in me, so it wasn't like anything far fetched. Or but it was a uh, it was unique, and I mean, I didn't really care for it. Like, I mean, I ended up going where I needed to go anyway, so I was, was grateful. Well, speaking with Mohamed Sanu, former Bengals wide receiver, former Falcons, Patriots wide receiver, a guy that had a, a, a successful and is still uh, still a successful career. We're keeping keeping that phone active throughout the, the spring and summer as well, as he told us before, um, before we took the air here. Um, Mo, I don't know if you know, but you I'm going to share this with you here. You were. Uh, you currently are one of the more successful, at least statistically per pass, passers in Bengals history. Um, I, I got to show, I gotta show, you this, uh, show you this here. This obviously is one of my favorite plays that you ever uh, had with the Bengals, the big bomb. Um, I think this was your rookie year to AJ against the, the against Washington there. Can you walk us through that play and like what, what's the play call? I mean, are you getting like super big butterflies, you know, like, man, this, this isn't, you know, the top job descriptor of my job, but I mean, I don't know. Just walk us through that well, in the I huddle mean, when, that, when that play comes across. I wasn't nervous at all. Cause I mean, it wasn't the first time I've ever thrown a football. So like, it was, wasn't nothing new to me. I, I know how to do that and I know how to play football. So it was, it was new to a lot of, I guess, fans and, you know, people that has never seen me do it before. And uh coach, um, Gruden knew that I can throw and knew that I, I've done it before. So he was asking me, you know, all week, like, he's like, Hey man, if I call this first play, like you're going to be ready dude. like, and I'm sitting there <laughs> saying like, yeah, I'll be ready. Like, I mean, don't be afraid to call it. You call it, it'll, it'll be a touchdown. Like, you know, trying to get him to call it. Like, so it was, um, I mean, ironically, like my, I guess my shoulder was sore. Like my shoulder was sore all week from my block. <laughs> Oh, so, wow. like, I mean, that's part of my game. Like, so I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Like, I was like, dang, I don't know what, like, how I'm going to get it down there. But, I mean, game time came around. And it, it was a uh, pregame. I was actually throwing, like, excessively just to make sure my shoulder was good. So I would just make, like, I would play it off. Like, we were just playing catch or whatever. But I was really, like, making sure I was straight. But it was, and it felt great. So I was like, all right, boom. I mean, first it, game. It, like it was damn it pretty was, ball, yeah. Yeah, first play of the game, I like, boom. Like, if we get the look, like, I'm going to can it to the pass, and then we're, we're going to run it. But if they didn't come down and cover zero, we would have, was supposed to, I was supposed to run the ball. But if they did, that's when I was supposed to can it to the bomb and throw it to AJ. Yeah, considering it's probably the best deep ball I've ever seen with my eyes, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you, you practiced yeah. it before. So yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised that you weren't you weren't nervous about it. But but that rookie season, 
it was it was fun in pretty unique ways watching it from a fan's perspective just because that receiving core was so young with you mm-hmm. AJ was in his second year you were drafted with Marvin Jones Andrew Hawkins was in the slot you even had Armand Benz I went to UC yeah, he's a big Bearcats fan so he was so out there many. too how, how, how's, how's that group dynamic like oh yeah I love that group that was my rookie year we had fun man like I learned so much from Armand and Hawk and I'm me and Marv were roommates so me and Marv were like this and coming in together we learned so much from each other we pushed each other like to get better and better and then you know aj being in the mix you know his talent like helped us grow as well so we were were all feeding off each other we our room we pushed each other to get better and better and that's what that's why i enjoyed about that group well, it was, a, it was a hell of a talented group talking with uh, Mohamed Sanu, and he is joining us not only just as a special guest for Draft Weekend, but uh, we want to highlight what he's doing, Develop Africa, and we'll hear about that in just a minute. I, I got to play another video clip. And by the way, it's not like John and I, believe it or not, we kind of improvise a little bit of our questions and stuff. This was, this was like kind of improvised. And he said, oh, I got this question right before you took the air. I've got this question for Mo, and he just asked it. So this is a good segue, I think, for this. A while ago... Right before the Bengals made the Super Bowl, uh, after the you know during the twenty one season, we had the privilege of speaking to this guy right here, Chad Johnson, and I asked him, you know, you you were part of a great trio with Marvin Jones, AJ Green, and yourself. Um, I asked him about Chad with Henry Hoosh and himself, and then of course the current group, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, uh, and and that and Tyler Boyd. So. I want to get. I want you to hear his answer when I asked him, and then, of course, I'd love to get your your take on it about his answer and what you feel the best group was. And this may elicit a trademark two word Chad Johnson response, but I gotta <laughs> ask you. I gotta ask you, Chad, DJ Slim, mm-hmm. AJ Marvin Jones, most new, mm-hmm. Chase Higgins, and Boyd. Which trio are you taking as as the the goats there? And I, I'm I'm thinking I know where you might go, but right, I'm I'm, I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna have to go with the Chase Higgins board really? route simply for the fact they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah, fact. Well, I, I mean, still, I, I think you I, there's a good case for all of you, but yeah, that's what Chad case. had to say. But they so. they did what none of us could do at that point in time. Like, like they're all like I. That's what I would. I would agree with that. Like Chase Higgins and Boy, like they mesh so well together. Like even me, Marv, and AJ did, and so did TJ Slim and um, Chad. Like they all mesh well together, and and that's that's the unique part about it. Like and that's one thing I love about the Bengals organization. They know how to, you know, draft. They know how to get the right pieces together. You know, get the right players together. And feed off each other. Well, no slight meant meant by his answer there, but I wanted to share that with you. And obviously, he hesitated. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had to think, and he didn't pick himself. So, mm-hmm. no, I mean, yeah. any rightful spot, you're supposed to pick yourself. But I mean, I would agree <laughs> with him. Like, I think it would be, you know, Jamar, T. Higg, and Boy, like that that group. That, that group is really really dangerous together. So all three of those receivers obviously have made the Super Bowl as of you, as you did mm-hmm. the first year that you left the Cincinnati Bengals. But going to four straight playoff appearances before having that run with the Falcons, like what what did those losses or at least those appearances kind of teach you and help, and help you grow so that you could you know contribute to a team that that made the Super Bowl the next year? Well, honestly, it's just like the the trials and the tribulations and then learning the, the learning curve and knowing like okay, like. <laughs> 
the mistakes that you made in the past, the things that you fell short in, your shortcomings beforehand, knowing like how to evolve yourself, and then knowing how to learn from the teammates, knowing how to push your teammates. It all takes like time and learning how to look in the mirror and, and see what you can correct in your game because we all have a part in, you know, why something isn't successful. Like, it's, there's no finger, you know what I'm saying, that you're like, oh, this guy didn't do this, this guy didn't do that. So it's like the ability to like, okay, put your best foot forward. And how are you able to help this team become better? Like, how am I able to make sure my teammate is doing his part or I'm doing my part or making sure our communication level is at its highest level? Like, that's what's going to make any team, like, successful like and that's what i learned from every team that i've been a part of like is that communication level from coach to coach player to player player to coach like it has to be everybody got to be talking the same language and we all have to be on the same page and we have to move as one like you can't have somebody else going in the same different direction or thinking that there's something different like if we all working towards the same goal common goal like there's no way we cannot be or not be successful Talking to Mohamed Sanu, former Bengals wide receiver, uh, and talking about his project in just a minute, uh, Develop Africa and the great work that he is doing with his mother. So we'll we'll talk about that in just uh, just a second there. But uh, Mo, you were on the team. You were on some great Bengals teams, right? You made the five. You, you know, the team made five straight postseasons. But unfortunately, you were also on the team that had that that collapse against the Steelers and and all of that. You left shortly after that, but. I just I wanted to to ask you. I mean, did you, the the team wasn't able to recover after that, right? I mean, mentally they just were not able to recover. Um, did you get a sense after that game, like, hey, man, this was this is going to be hard to rebound from as a team, or did you feel like going into you know I, I know the offseason played out a different way for you. Did you feel like maybe, um, hey, you know, it just it just didn't go our way, and you know, we'll, we or they will be back. I honestly like that. I didn't know because I knew like at that point in time, like a lot of people wasn't sure if we were all coming back, what the situation may be or not. Right. But like I knew like like that was one of the opportunities that we had because that team was really, really good. When Andy got hurt and AJ came in and did a heck of a job, but it was just like Andy, like he built himself like mentally, physically, to get to that point in time. And he was ready. He was prepared. I feel like Andy, he probably would have got it done with exactly with that team. But it's just hmm. wasn't in the cards for us, you know. Just the way yeah. like we played that year. You could watch it in the film, the way he had command of the team. We just, we were just different. We were just totally different. Yeah. And that, that year, I was, it was, that's what was the disappointing part. And you can just tell it, like, it sucked the energy a lot, like, out of a lot of people. Yeah. I, I remember just I know John's got a question for you, but I just just sidebar. I remember specifically early in that season, that Seahawks game, and you were a big integral part in that game, uh, making some, some key catches along with other, you know, many other games early in that season, too. But to, to spark that eight, no star, really special season, despite what happened at the end of it. I remember that. Yeah, with a couple third down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Marfs popped it off with that. That seam on the right yep. side for like 40 yards. I remember all that stuff. Yeah. He's going play by play. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. meant a lot, man. Like that 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 run that season is, is yeah. for, will forever be in a lot of Bengals fans' minds. And it was just one it was one part of your long ten year career, very successful NFL career, a career that you attribute 
to your mom and, and how she helped you out. What would you say was, was her biggest impact in just how successful you were as a professional football player? Well, I mean, just the reason, I mean, without her, I wouldn't even be here to begin with. Um, I mean, she, she worked her way from Sierra Leone all the way to come to America to give me and my siblings, you know, the life that she felt like we, we may have wanted or felt, felt like we deserved. Um, you know, find her way to get her green card and gain her citizenship and, you know what I'm saying, for us to be born here and, you know, living the American dream, like, like a lot of you wouldn't know who Muhammad Sanu is just because of, you know, what she went through to to have me, my, my sister, my brother, you know, my other sister here, like, you know, my oldest two brothers were you know, she had done back in Sierra Leone. So, like, I mean, they don't, they didn't really necessarily have the same opportunities. But, like, for me, like, I was able to, you know, work my my tail off to to earn a scholarship and to you know have a chance to chase my dream and play in the NFL and you know, become what I want to become today and a successful businessman and. You know, doing all all the things that I do off the field, like she used a pivotal point in that because you know I watched the way she worked her tail off to become the woman she is today. Like, I mean, she always she never had every anything handed to her. She she worked for, it and that's why I work the way I do, and I you know go as hard as I do in everything that I do, and always try to leave a lasting impression on people. Well, she did an awesome job because you've uh, made a hell of a name for for yourself, my friend. And part of that name is in what you are doing in Africa and Sierra Leone specifically. I'm going to pull up the GoFundMe page. Can you, I mean, you told us a little bit about potentially some of the inspiration behind the idea of what you're doing here. But if you can maybe give us a little bit more backdrop specifically, why this area, why this region? And then, of course, you know, what you're needing from Bengals fans and everything to help uh, so we can help you achieve the, the goals that you've set forth here? Well, it's um, it's going to be a community center my mom's building in the hometown that, you know, she was born and raised in on the land that actually my, my grandfather left for her. Um, and so she wants to, you know, build a community, you know, center to help the people in the community. There's a lot of people that don't have the necessary, you know, needs and the tools to, to further their education to the level that they necessarily want to, like, for instance, like we have access to have this conversation on a live stream platform. And, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of those kids don't have any access to the computer or Internet to, you know, to gain, you know, access to information that they're trying to, you know, learn, learn a study or what, like trying to be doctors, lawyers. And, you know, how vital a computer is to mm-hmm. to even learn the things that you need to learn to become what you want to become. So, you know, I know there's a lot of kids that, you know, are growing up in, you know, Sierra Leone, that country, and they're trying to have, you know, they have dreams, they're trying to obtain goals. And and I feel like, you know, I know that this computer lab is going to help, uh, the community center is going to help. So there's, there's going to be on the first floor, it'll be a, uh, It'll be a um, like a storefront where you know people could um, have st- um, like store property for 
whatever their their business is. And then the second floor will be like a hall venue for people to have a lot of social events because that's what, you know, a lot of um, Sierra Leoneans do to have a lot of events to promote whatever is going on within the community. And they don't necessarily have a space to do that. And then the, the third floor will be the community center, uh, will be the computer lab where they'll have their various different classes running out of there, various different activities um, for kids to learn and learn how to necessarily navigate a computer yeah. let alone what it is so um it's 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 awesome it's been going uh, my mom's been working on it for like the past four years and i mean we've been doing major a lot of the you know the the groundwork for it and i just feel like mm-hmm. i mean why not get you know Bengals fans falcons fans, all the people that i've you know had impact while i've been playing in the nfl to you know have an impact on, you know, the community that I'm from, where I grew up, or where my mom is from, grew up, because I lived there from when I was three to six. So, like, I've spent time living there, and I, I know, that, you know, what the community is like. So it's, uh, I just felt like, you know, I've been, you know, in, in the TVs or in the computer screens or mm-hmm. <laughs> stadiums near a lot of people. So I feel like they, you know, if, if any of those memories that I had for you guys that meant anything to you. I feel like you guys will want to be a part of what I'm doing and leave a lasting memory, a lasting legacy somewhere and all halfway across the world. You'll be able to see your name on a brick or on on the wall of a community center in Freetown, Sierra Leone. That's awesome. That's awesome. And here's what we're going to do. I mean, as I mentioned, we're going to, we have the, the link in the live chats for folks there. Go donate. We're going to try and round up some prizes for some folks and kind of draw it random to, to incentivize people donating, whether it's 12 bucks for your Jersey number, whether it's 23 for the 2023 draft, anything like that. Um, yeah. You know, if, if you're so inclined, give something, if you can, we will also as a show uh, pool, pool a donation. And as, as the Cincy jungle website, we'll pool a donation and send something over to you in the very near future. And here's what else I'm, we're going to do. Mohammed. Um, I'm going to make sure that this goes to the Falcons platform through the SB nation uh, uh-huh. websites, uh, you know, Patriots and, and kind of disseminate really throughout the network to really try and get uh, extra, extra legs behind this thing aside from Bengals fans. But um i appreciate you coming on man yeah i know you got i know you got your hands full with the little ones and everything i appreciate you coming on man and i gotta tell you um, we've we've been able to speak to a lot of cool people on this show but we're also strategic in who we who we do invite on because they're we got soft spots for them they're personal favorites at least for me you were that when you were on the cincinnati Bengals. i loved watching you play yeah no smoke man i'm serious uh i really enjoyed yeah, I really enjoyed watching you play. So this means a lot to me personally that you came on the show. And uh, I know my co-host would probably echo that, that those sentiments there. But The uh, best it, Bengals man. tattoo I've ever seen, by the way. The, the arm, the, the, the yeah, tiger badass. on the arm. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you, you, you didn't know it goes into a tiger head in the back, did you? I did Ooh. know. No. <laughs> well, take, take, if you can, take a picture and, and uh, tweet it at us, man. We'll... we'll... Well, we'll take a look at it. But, hey, take care. Take care, your little ones. Congratulations on uh, the new addition to your family. We're going to do what we can to, to get all kinds of funds to you. I appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and hopefully we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate you, John. Blessing to you. all Hopefully catch up soon. See you all around, man. Blessing right, to all you all, man. Appreciate you all helping in any way. It means a lot to us. It's a new family. 
you know, especially people back home, I know that they're, they're going to be more grateful than I am because they're the ones that are going to get the benefits from this. So thank you guys. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. Take care. Just take it easy, y'all.